my life every single day is like, man, what do I want to do? Or what, what is my will? Or how do I like, I'm making my own kingdom. And am I the king of my own kingdom? Or am I submitting myself to the rule and the reign of Jesus the King mm -hmm. and living out of obedience mm -hmm. to him? Hi, everybody. I'm Suzanne. And I'm Lindsay. Welcome to the Find and Follow podcast, where our goal is to help you engage your faith outside of Sunday. We are in the new sermon series called Pure Rel Pure Gospel, and gonna we are going to say pure religion. I started to say pure religion. It's not pure religion, people. It's pure gospel. We are in a sermon <laughs> podcast called Pure Gospel, and we are go going through the book of Romans. The reason the series is called Pure Gospel is because Martin Luther, in reading of Romans, understood the gospel really for the first time mm -hmm. and understood cool. his identity. So that was over 500 years ago that started the Reformation. So that's where our title came from this for this series. But today we are going to unpack this sermon for week two. And our friend Dylan Kane is with us. Welcome, D Dylan. We're so glad you're here. Hey. Yay. Glad so glad here, to Dylan. be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Dylan, tell us about you. Who wow. are you? Who are you, Dylan? Where to start? Um, well, my name is Dylan. And uh, I've been on staff here at New City for a few years and um, have been in uh, student ministry. Mm. So I've been leading the high school group for a few years and now am uh, overseeing high school and middle grades and uh, yeah, loving every part of it. Awesome. So I want to talk just for a second before we dive into the passage mm -hmm. this week. Both Chris and Gabe mm -hmm. have talked about the importance of a Bible, yeah. like an actual like the actual book that we have mm -hmm. on the table with us today. What do you, what do you choose to use? Why do you choose what you choose? Like what's your choice of in terms Bible of uh, Bibles, like, like version? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good question. Um, I feel like I, it, it all depends because mm -hmm. <laughs> I um, sometimes you just for readability, I'll use uh, Christian standard Bible, the CSB mm -hmm. or NLT, um, I grew up using the NIV. If I'm wanting to study, I'll probably use the ESV. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like there's value in all the different versions. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. Um, cool. Lindsay, will you read our passage for us today? Yes. <clears throat> so we are looking at Romans 1, verses 2 through 17. God promised this good news long ago through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. The good news is about his son. In his earthly life, he was born into King David's family line. And he was shown to be the son of God when he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hmm. Through Christ, God has given us the privilege and authority as apostles to tell Gentiles everywhere what God has done for them so that they will believe and obey him, bringing glory to his name. And you are included among those Gentiles who have been called to belong to Jesus Christ. I'm writing to all of you in Rome who are loved by God and are called to be his own holy people. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Mm. Let me say first that I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith in him is being talked about all over the world. God knows how often I pray for you. Day and night I bring you and your needs in prayer to God, whom I serve with all my heart by spreading the good news about his son. One of the things I always pray for is the opportunity, God willing, to come at last to see you. For I long to visit you so I can bring you some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong mm -hmm. in the Lord. So good. Mm -hmm. When we get together, I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, that I planned many times to visit you, but I was prevented until now. 
I want to work among you and see spiritual fruit, just as I've seen among other Gentiles. For I have a great sense of obligation to people in both the civilized world and the rest of the world, to the educated and uneducated alike. So I'm eager to come to you in Rome, too, to preach the good news. For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. This good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. Hmm. That's awesome. so good. It is so good. Lindsay, thanks, thanks for letting me read that. Yeah, Absolutely. <clears throat> um, so Dylan, when we, uh, we're going to unpack this mm-hmm. a little bit here. So like in verse three and four, we learn that Jesus is fully God and fully man. This is a big mm. one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to dive deep really fast. How much time do we have? <laughs> yeah. Um, so what does that mean for us? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like the best news mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. for us because two things. Only only God can forgive, mm-hmm. and yet only humanity can uh, take on the, the penalty mm-hmm. of, of sin. Mm-hmm. And so um, mm-hmm. in Jesus is the, the embodiment of both fully God and fully man, uh, you know, God who's able to forgive, mm-hmm. but also Jesus is fully man to be able to take on the consequences of sin for humanity. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. uh, without Jesus being fully both, we don't have salvation. Mm-hmm. We don't have forgiveness of sins. We don't have the debt uh paid for us. Mm-hmm. And that's so, possible. I mean, it means everything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it, good, is. Good. it is. Yes. It is everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean... We're going to, as we walk through this, mm-hmm. um, one of the things um, is, you know, that Chris referenced, like God, God moved into the neighborhood mm-hmm. when he, Jesus was fully man, fully present, walked through dwelt all the, among us. dwelt among mm-hmm. us, tabernacled with us. Absolutely. Yeah. All the emotions, all the, you know, so he knows what it's like for, mm-hmm. to be human, mm-hmm. but he was also fully God. And that's yeah. just um, one of those great, amazing miracles yeah. that God has given us. That reminds me, you were talking through all the translations earlier. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones I like to read is The Message by mm-hmm. Gene Peterson. I like to read that complimented along with another one, but that's like a very paraphrased kind of translation. But what you're saying about God moved into the neighborhood, it's like John 1. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it really talks about how the word became flesh. And that's yes. the language Peterson uses. God moved into the neighborhood. And yeah. it's just, oh, that just is very tangible to me. And yeah. I'm like, okay, God's here, you know, and he, this is the way he chose to be with it with us, you know? So yeah, it's, I love that. It's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I think it like expands the beauty of understanding that Christ is with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes I, I agree. Peterson does a great job mm-hmm. of opening the language and opening the word in a way that helps me grasp it yeah. in another way. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then to sit with it mm-hmm. because I don't think about Jesus being an actual neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. he was neighbors mm-hmm. to people. Like mm-hmm. he was neighbor. He was yeah. friend. Mm-hmm. He was brother, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. so. And just so engaged. It's not mm-hmm. like God, uh, it's like, well, I'm out here on my own and I see there's a problem, so I'm gonna go and fix it, but then leave. It's like, no, I'm I'm so in, involved in this mm. and invested in this and care so deeply mm-hmm. and I, I'm in it. Mm. Um, especially so specifically through the incarnation, like I am in yeah. this mm-hmm. in, in really with these people who yeah. I love. Yeah, right. Good. And I think when we talk about like understanding that. that good news of mm-hmm. what his work did for us on the cross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That and his resurrection, like, mm. like when you go, how good is this? Yeah. yeah. To get a picture of him as being, knowing us mm-hmm. in this way, mm-hmm. because I think a lot of times we feel like God is absent, mm-hmm. 
especially before you come to faith, um, like he's just distant. And so mm-hmm. bringing him into the reality of he knows this and yeah. he knows us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite, that reminds me like favorite prayers to pray or like favorite things to be reminded of about God or favorite things I say to myself mm-hmm. is that God is not apathetic or disconnected or mm-hmm. disengaged mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the world, but like to my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like what you said, Dylan, like really resonated with me because it's, this is the incarnation is like, evidence of that, you know? Yeah. And so I think sometimes yeah. when we're like, I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going to remember what God's done, you know? Yeah. And so God is not apathetic or disconnect or disengaged. He's, he's among us. Yes. So he's Emmanuel. So yeah. I love that Dylan. Well, and in this passage also talked about from the Holy scriptures, from the old Testament. So mm-hmm. what we know. And so if like mm-hmm. when you read the old Testament, you see God is definitely in the details. Mm-hmm. Like when you read through how he gave specific instructions to um, Joshua and the people of Israel and like all the different detail. So the fact that the incarnation was how we came, we come into relationship with him. Mm-hmm. It's just the detail level yeah. that he has for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, okay. Here's another question. How do we engage the gospel? If it's for everyone everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and it talks about the idea that we have to believe mm-hmm. and then we obey. Mm-hmm. Um, how do how does that happen in our daily lives? Yeah, great question. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, I think it it lines up well with our find and follow language, yeah, um, mm-hmm. where you know finding is is believing mm-hmm. and uh, okay. believing in faith, as, mm-hmm. which I think we'll we'll get to here mm-hmm. in a minute. Yeah. Um, but then the obedience part um, and living this out, mm-hmm. this new life. In Christ is is the uh, the following mm-hmm. and obeying, mm-hmm. and um, you know that's uh, that's the question. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how do we actually live this out each and every day? Mm-hmm. It's not knowledge. This isn't just mm-hmm. uh, stuff that I mm-hmm. am learning more about, which we can learn so much mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. about the gospel, mm-hmm. about Jesus. But if it isn't um, impacting the mm-hmm. way that I'm, I'm living mm-hmm. and, uh, having some implications on, you know, what my, my following looks like. Mm-hmm. We're, We're missing, missing it. it. Mm-hmm. Um, you said it's for everyone everywhere. That reminds me of a Bob Goff book. Anybody Bob Goff? Fans? Everybody always. Everybody always. Yeah. And he's like, I think the question surrounding that title, the context of it is like, who do I love and for how long? Mm-hmm. And the question is, everybody always yeah. it gives me chills. And so I think that's how you live out the gospel. Yeah. What you're talking about yeah. is you love everyone always, even even mm-hmm. when we struggle with somebody, mm-hmm. even when it's my neighbor that is hard to love sometimes. Yeah, Ooh, Suzanne, naming names. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I'm not naming names. I'm not naming names. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> but I think I think it's it's sometimes it's hard to get to know people because we feel so different. But the reality is we have a common theme in our lives is that we are all sinful and need a savior and none of us is better than the other. And that, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the, the Jews and Gentiles struggled with that. Mm -hmm. That was part of the reason Mm -hmm. the struggle that was going on in first century is, is Gentiles were coming to faith, but, Mm -hmm. but it's still a reality for us today. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, when I was thinking through this, um, you know, the question, how do you engage yeah, this is, a, I think, a very high-level, practical mm-hmm. way of doing it. But uh, back to the, uh, I think it's verse 2, but the, the promise of the gospel 
from mm-hmm. fr- from the Old Testament. Um, like all of this is is God's initiating love towards us. Like mm-hmm. the gospel is God taking steps towards mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. and uh, we don't deserve it. Right. There's nothing that we've done to deserve that. Right. And yet, God, out of His love, is always moving towards us to pursue us, mm-hmm. to redeem us, to restore us. And so, I think, how do we engage with that? Like, mm-hmm. I think once we've experienced the gospel in that way, we're now called to, you know, as as Jesus says in Matthew five, like, to mm-hmm. love it, love as your heavenly Father loves. Mm-hmm. Um, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect, which is, you know, to, to love to the fullest extent as God has loved us. And so we do the same thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> even with people who are hard mm-hmm. or that we don't don't always see eye to eye with. But mm-hmm. we, um, like, love require. What does love require? Yeah. It mm-hmm. requires us to take the the first step towards people to always move towards them in love. That's good. It's really good, and that's I. Th- really good. It, it, that's not always easy. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not saying it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> No, but but the the work of obedience mm-hmm. and the living it out every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we're t- talking about this, mm-hmm. this work of obedience, is that part of our discipleship? Is that mm-hmm. part of the way we are discipled mm-hmm. um, in finding out how to love people, how to share the gospel with people? Like, does that play a role in, is that part of discipleship, do you think? Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. I would say Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I think discipleship summed up is like my, my life being, uh, shaped and formed mm-hmm. and conformed more into the image of mm-hmm. Jesus, mm-hmm. um, in Jesus who was yeah. <laughs> fully obedient and, uh, you know, his life was, uh, fully formed to, to the father's will. And I think there's so much. I, my life every single day is like, man, what do I want to do? Or what, what is my will? Or how do I like, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm making my own kingdom and am I the king of my own kingdom or am I submitting myself to the rule and the reign of Jesus, the king mm-hmm. and living out of obedience mm-hmm. to him and his, his much larger kingdom than, than my own. Mm-hmm. That is good. Yeah. And I think um, we talked about this mm-hmm. last week, and I think Gabe has hit this. Like when we talk about Jesus, He is King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. when when yeah. we put Him in yeah. that place, yeah. it is that surrender mm-hmm. to Him and mm-hmm. walking closely with Him. Mm-hmm. So you work with students a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. how do we do this on a daily basis? Like, what does that surrender look like? How does the following play out? Um, how do you put that into practice? on a, what would you tell your students, how you put that into practice? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great question. (laughs) Uh, how would I tell myself that? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Seems like, Um, how would you tell me that? Help help me. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) When you think of your life as your kingdom, Mm -hmm. um, and like, am I building up my own kingdom and and living, living my own life that, that goes all the way back to the garden. Mm -hmm. The garden is created and uh, God, God is King, mm-hmm. and He has uh, created humanity as uh, images who represent His kingship in the world, and are supposed to spread that. Mm-hmm. And the moment that changes is when, uh, you know, Adam and Eve say, "Like, well, did God really say this? Like, I, I have uh, an idea of what's better. Mm-hmm. I think life should be lived this way." Or, mm-hmm. and we start to. Uh, 
undermine and, or move away from God's rule and reign and start mm-hmm. to operate out of our own. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, for everybody, students included, but we're all doing that. We're trying to figure out what, what does life look like? Mm-hmm. And I'm uh, operating out of like, I'm living under what I think is right. Uh, I have an idea of what I think is best, but yeah. the way of Jesus and his kingdom is so yeah, different. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, that, that we're, I think, living that out is like I'm. I'm trying to surrender and live, not under what I think is best, because we, human history, <laughs> shows us mm-hmm. where you know what happens when we we try to live life under our rule in our own reign, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it doesn't lead to flourishing. Yeah. It doesn't lead right. to the abundant life that Jesus is offering to us, mm-hmm. yeah. and so. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. we we can try that, mm-hmm. but I think you're gonna live or do it long enough and figure out like it doesn't work. Yeah, right. Good. But there's there's a better way, mm-hmm. a truer way mm-hmm. in the kingdom that Jesus offers us. Mm-hmm. And but it's only by submitting to him mm-hmm. and surrendering good. Uh, to his way that yeah. we'll find that. I think um that's good, Dylan. I think just in my time working with teenagers too, kind of back mm-hmm. to your question, um, I found that like whether it's like brain development or just immaturity is is that they can only see what's in front of them. Like mm-hmm. the Christ, like the situation in front of them is the end of the world, you know. And it's yeah. this this because they can't see like past that. Mm-hmm. And actually, I mean, sometimes I feel that way too, where I like come across a crisis. I'm like, this is huge. I don't know how. <laughs> like this is enormous. But I know teenagers. It's like the stress and anxiety is like yeah. it's in, it's like the story is in front of them and yes. so i love the story or the language of story especially mm-hmm. in teenagers mm-hmm. lives is like mm-hmm. you are a part of a bigger story and yeah. your bigger story is what you're talking about is yeah. your bigger story is is god mm-hmm. and what christ did for you and it's hope you know mm-hmm. and so it's like lifting teenagers heads up and like hey there's a bigger story mm-hmm. here and um the choices you make and um, you know, the things that have, you've done, they don't define you, yeah. you know, and this is what defines you is the gospel, the good news, you yes. know? So I think particularly cause teenagers are such in that formative year, like years too, where mm-hmm. they are, they're asking who they are mm-hmm. and they're asking mm-hmm. like for, they're looking for approval, you know? And so yeah. all of these things. And so letting them know, Hey, you are loved by God and, um, you are worthy just cause mm-hmm. you exist. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it, it does go back mm-hmm. to our identity. Yeah. And I do think as much as teenagers are in that formation mm-hmm. and the story is right here and everything yeah. is huge right yeah. here, a lot of times that doesn't change as we get older. Mm-hmm. We still mm-hmm. face things when we, when mm-hmm. crisis comes, mm-hmm. we revert to where that, that same question of yeah. wait, who am I and what is happening here? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so if we understand a little bit more mm-hmm. of our identity coming from Christ and who he is mm-hmm. and who he says we are, yeah. then that the, then the gospel brings more life to mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you see that? Sorry, back to teenagers. Like, are they asking those questions? Middle school and high school, you're trying to figure out, yeah. you know, wh- what is my identity? Mm-hmm. Where do I fit in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do oh, I belong? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we just mm. are trying to hit all the time. Like, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. in Jesus, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and, and there's, uh, there's a lot that the world tells mm-hmm. them that yeah. they should be doing or who they should be like or, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, of external pressure. Yes, that really absolutely. Yeah. Um, an identity rooted in Christ mm-hmm. just yeah. helps mm-hmm. helps release release that. Absolutely, mm-hmm. that's good, Dylan. Thanks, Dylan. You're doing good work. You mm-hmm. are. Thank you for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I have teenagers, thank so thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, one of the things that Paul talks about here is mm-hmm. that obligation to that he wants to get 
to Rome. He wants to move on. Hmm. And so like there's an there's a ch- sense of wanting to share the gospel more yeah. and mm-hmm. getting that out there. Yeah. Um, how does that play? How do we get a sense of that urgency? Because I don't hmm. know that I live in that urgency on a regular basis. Yeah, because Paul's like desperate to mm-hmm. get to the He's people. He's desperate yeah. to get yes. to the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris talked in his sermon yesterday. I don't know if Gabe used this mm-hmm. illustration or not, but the illustration of um, what it was like when World War II was over. The streets were filled with the, the, the war is over and we won. And there was just this uh, immense amount of celebration because of what had taken place. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, he just asked a question, like, how weird would it be if you weren't celebrating? Or, like, yeah. and what does that mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, we, did we fully understand the implications that were at stake? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's good. Yeah, I think the same is here. Like Paul is like, man, I, I want to get to these people. I feel obligated mm-hmm. to do it. And you know, the rest of chapter one is going to outline <laughs> why, because uh, all of humanity is in, mm-hmm. uh, in a hard place right. <laughs> without right. Jesus. Right. And there's this good mm-hmm. news of uh, that's worth being celebrated and worth being shared because of this, the mm-hmm. stakes that were at play, but the the freedom and the new life that we have in Christ. Mm-hmm. Chris also shared and um, like the prayer and the important, like how prayer plays into what, like sharing the gospel. And he gave an um, example of DL Moody. Oh yes. Who yeah. um, ha- had a hundred people listed in his journal that he was praying for to, to get to know Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 96 of them came to Christ before he died. Mm-hmm. The last four came to know him through his fu- came to know Christ through his funeral. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool! <laughs> like it's yeah. like like just the very cool. the the detail the the different aspects of how does prayer play into that? Mm-hmm. How do we use that? Um, how do we not use it for use, but encouraging us to yeah. mm-hmm. ask God who is your one? Mm-hmm. Who is God placed in your our lives that? Mm-hmm. Don't, don't know him that we can we can mm-hmm. be a light to. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I think it's a great, you know, uh, seeing the gospel as like a expanding circle. Mm-hmm. Like the, the circle's always getting bigger. Mm-hmm. And who who um, who is in my circle, mm-hmm. or who mm-hmm. is it within my my you know reach mm-hmm. or influence that um, you know I, I can I can be mindful of, or right. that I I should have an obligation towards. Mm-hmm. Right. And back to you know, Lindsay, you, you mentioned. With students and yeah. um, I, th- I think high school specifically, uh, a huge thing of what we're helping them do or try to do is you know see the world mm. from a a bigger circle, mm-hmm. and um, you know it's so much it's important part of identity to figure out who like who am I, how am I wired, um, who has God made me to be, but then we're like we don't want to just stay stuck in that story just of ourselves, mm-hmm. but then how do we fit into mm-hmm. God's bigger story? And then also, so that you know, we, the language we use is, you know, how, how do we help, you know, um, students find purpose or like, what, what is my purpose and how, um, how am I a part of this, this, uh, same mission that God has given inviting all of us to, mm-hmm. you know, take, take the message of the gospel and widen the circle. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I love that. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I love the idea of, when you understand that your purpose is greater than yourself yeah, and understanding what God has done for us, mm-hmm. then that helps us see others mm-hmm. and then reach, t- reach out toward them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's another big line in this passage 
moving on just a little bit more. Um, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Mm. Mm-hmm. What does that mean when you're talking to your students? What does that mean when you're sitting across the table from a leader? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you unpack that with them? Yeah. Um, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? <laughs> 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 no. I, I think um, I think a huge thing to think about is the cultural context of this. Yeah. Like, Paul was a Roman citizen mm-hmm. and uh, also um, a Jew mm-hmm. of, the, of the highest order mm-hmm. and then had this encounter with Jesus that radically changed him mm-hmm. to the point where he, you know, disowned both, both of the, uh, the things that gave him so much high esteem and status in his society. And it, it wasn't uh, like he was not ashamed of that. Mm-hmm. And what he could have gotten from his his Roman citizenship, what he could have gotten from, mm. uh, you know, his uh, as a uh, a Pharisee, like mm-hmm. it, it, it wasn't worth it. It was it was all counted a loss because of what he had in Jesus, and he was not ashamed of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, I mean, that that's the same attitude that um, mm. we should have today. And the questions we should ask is like, man, are there things that I'm holding up higher? <laughs> Uh, of higher status than uh, the status I have in Jesus. That's good. Mm. Um, and, and, or just, just things to be reflective of because mm. there shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, because of what we have, have been given mm. and what we've been saved from mm. um, in, in the life that we've been invited into is, is so beautiful mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so worth it. Mm. I love that. That's a good one. I like that. Like, like, the question is, who is at the center of your life? Yes. You know, is it Jesus is at the center? And even kind of, oh, that's a song. Jesus at the center of it all. <laughs> yes, it is a song. for real, Dylan. Um, <laughs> but I think that, and that even reminds me kind of what you were saying earlier about like, um, are we living for our kingdom or yeah. for the kingdom of God? Mm-hmm. But um, And I think too, like very <laughs> small comparison. This is not apples to apples. But like, even when I think about a teenager's world, like, mm-hmm. um and how like um, professing your faith in an environment at school, you yeah. know, what does that look like? That could feel really costly, you know, yeah. and that could feel like mm-hmm. a sacrifice, but are you, um, are you not ashamed of your faith, you know? And so mm-hmm. I think just even thinking about the pressures of a teenager, like what does it look like to live out your faith? And even for us, but I just feel like a school is just um, that pressure of, of being a teenager in school and, and knowing what's cool and what's not, you know? Mm-hmm. And so anyway, not that that's the same pressure Paul felt, but I'm like, you know, yeah. maybe some of those, but that's, teaching. that's the very real, yeah. uh, yeah, that's good. you know, things that mm-hmm. students especially yeah. are experiencing today. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. and so it's, it's not to make light, like to say, just mm-hmm. like, well, you just got to get over it and mm-hmm. don't be ashamed about it because <laughs> there, there is a big sacrifice in that. Okay, so here's the verse for Martin Luther that changed it for him. Mm-hmm. And that is the verse 17, the good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. Mm. So God makes us right in his sight. Um how is that done? Like how are we made right in his sight? Mm. Faith alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan. Yeah. Thank you. Mic drop. (laughs) Yeah. Faith alone in Jesus Mm -hmm. and Jesus being the, the only perfect, uh, representative Mm -hmm. and, and 
sacrifice on our behalf. Um, and because he was perfect and sinless, mm. um, we, we now are represented by him mm. when our faith, uh, our faith is put in him and mm -hmm. we receive, uh, his righteousness, which we could never earn on our own. <laughs> right. Um, and that is, that is the good news. Mm. Um, so that's how, that's how, that's how, well, um, today, this week's bottom line was the gospel is a who and not a what. Mm -hmm. And I think we all like, it's Jesus. Mm -hmm. I think Gabe refers to it as Jesus is King. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. so how do we miss the who and focus on the what in our lives? Yeah. We miss Jesus when we miss mm -hmm. that this is a relationship mm -hmm. and it becomes, mm -hmm. um, religion and mm -hmm. what I've got to do to mm -hmm. keep this up yeah. or yeah. earn whatever part I need to earn on my own mm -hmm. or, uh, check, check certain things off of a list in order to what I enough. know, mm -hmm. what I yeah. do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can so easily move into, yeah, legalism mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, performance mm -hmm. and, um, or, or even it's like, I've, I've got this figured out. I know how to say the right things. I know mm -hmm. um, how to act or, you know, the, the magic words to say that will make other people think that I've got this figured out mm -hmm. um, and we completely miss Jesus. And uh, we can easily miss the who for mm -hmm. what in that mm -hmm. way. That, yeah, that's really good. I think the what we do, we get focused on what we're doing, mm -hmm. and we forget to be with Jesus, mm -hmm. and then we forget that we are to be like Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I was an abiding life with Him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, mm -hmm. That that's the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> really good. Well. Um, any final encouragement you would share with us about yeah. the gospel? Um, yeah. So I, I, for anybody who's like, man, I, I want to not be ashamed, but man, it's so mm -hmm. the, it's so hard, uh, because of the friend groups I have at school mm -hmm. <laughs> or it's so hard because of like, what, what would I potentially lose mm -hmm. for this? Um, it, it, which I've struggled with that. Mm -hmm. Like it's, um, it's a really hard question to ask her, am I willing to give up things, um, because of, uh, who Jesus is in my life. And, uh, even beyond that, um, I think one of my favorite things I've heard about the gospel, and I can't remember who I heard this from, but it's something that I will say to students a lot. And we, we can't ever get past, mm -hmm. uh, the significance of the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so when you think of your, your faith, like fuel, uh, or like a, like a fire, mm -hmm. um, how do, you, how do you keep a fire growing is you just keep throwing some more wood on it, mm. throw on some more logs. Mm. Um, and that, that is the fuel that's going to, to help the fire grow bigger mm. and grow brighter. And, uh, that the gospel is, is the wood that mm. you just keep throwing on mm. and we can't get over it. We can't, um, ever have enough of it. Yeah. And, uh, it's something that we ha like need every single day. Mm -hmm. And so we can't get past the significance or the importance of, uh, the good news of the gospel. Uh, Jesus is king, mm -hmm. that we are redeemed and mm -hmm. saved by faith alone in him and have, have a new standing with God because of that. And when we sit in that, and every day let that like sink in a little bit more and a little bit more mm -hmm. and a little bit more and just keep coming back to it, mm -hmm. that is going to, uh, over time, like 
completely shape and redefine how we see ourselves, how we look at the world around us. And I think it, we're, it's going to become so beautiful to us. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it won't matter what we lose because we have found something so great. Yeah. Really um, good. In, in the, the yeah, truth of the gospel. Amen. I love that. Dylan, thanks so much for being with us today. Yeah, this is really rich. Here. And will you pray to close us? I would love to. Thank you. Lord, we uh, are so grateful for um, your word and for um, your pure gospel mm. and, and the promise that you gave long ago um, to redeem and restore through uh, through your son, Jesus. And uh, God, we, we thank you for this truth. And um, I pray you would help each of us um, everyone everywhere mm-hmm. know how mm-hmm. to apply this, um, to, to live this out. And um, God, would you, by your spirit, embolden us to not be ashamed of your good news, um, but to, to feel the obligation um, to spread it and to widen the circle of, of the gospel um, wherever we are and uh, whoever we're with. And uh, we pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Find us wherever you listen to your podcast. See you next time.